0: Majana Trimananda Sya Chinajana Salakaya Chaksun Militany Tusma Shi Guru Vena Maha. Bunchkop tubes cha creepy sindabiv. Pati nampamanabyovishnavij the moonamaha. So good evening, thank you for coming. We are talking about the stage of Unsteady devotional practice. Unfortunately, most of us are going through unsteady devotional practice at one time or another. Some of you may may be past it, but it can be a uh, long and arduous process uh, depending on uh, primarily Having a proper conceptual orientation, just having a right understanding, can really s- speed things up, so to speak. Of course, there are so many factors involved in trying to extricate ourselves from material consciousness, but really, that's that's a secondary. Consideration. If, if we properly situ, situate ourselves with the primary consideration, then the secondary consideration will automatically be dealt with properly. Mm-hmm. So if we have good guidance in having a firm understanding of what is pure devotional service. It makes the makes the task much easier. That said, even the best of good guidance uh sometimes we still have much to uh work through in our own situation in order to get past this stage of Anista Bhajana Kriya, unsteady devotional practice. Unsteadiness coming in and presenting itself in many different ways. So, in his Madhurya Kadambani, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, speaks of six uh, ways that this unsteady practice is uh, presented in the practice of uh, the aspiring sadhika. And... uh, much has been said about this, uh, and of late, uh, Guru Maharaj has, has pointed out that it's not that every single stage is experienced by every single devotee. A little deeper understanding of what what exactly is Vishwanath presenting here. He's presenting what we would call an analogy, analogous to symptoms. Of a disease. Now, a disease, a virus, uh, enters into the body, and based on the constitution of your body, the disease is going to present differently. <coughs> now, I don't know all this medical stuff, nor do I know the the Vedic. You know, they have all these. How much? What do they say? Uh, doshas. Doshas, and they also have. You know, you have a primary influence and uh, basically what we're saying is that according to the body that is exposed to disease and infected, according to that body, the presentation of the disease... In other words, the the symptoms that are manifest in the body vary from patient to patient. So if I have a very, uh, uh, what do you say, alkaline body, or what do they say? Is that it? And then acid? Acidic. acidic body. So if I, you know, there's, now I'm sure the Vedic, there's different terms for that same thing. But basically, based on the way my body interacts, processes food, whether I run hot or run cold, uh, you know, the, the disease is going to present differently. So I may get hives and you may not and we may have the same disease. Does that make sense? So that's analogous to what we're speaking about when we look at what Vishwanath is presenting. Everybody is being cleansed during the stage of anarthenivritti of the disease of material existence. But that disease is not going to present the same way in every single sadhika, just as a disease would not present the same way in every single patient. In some, it may be a fever and, uh, you know, in another there may not be any fever, but the disease is the same. The disease of material existence is the same. But he's stressing six presentations that we can see. And the point to be made is not every devotee is going to go through in a chronological way these six stages. They're not like the stages that Rupa Goswami speaks of where he says the word Krama Adau Shraddha Tata Sadhu Sangho Tha Kriya We're chanting it every class and the last verse is saying these come one after another okay These stages, these symptoms I I keep using the word stages, that should not be there these symptoms of Anistabhajana Kriya are coming according to the Sadika, his background the luggage he's carrying in in Klesha's ignorance, how much ignorance does he have? how much, you know acidity do I have in my body? I can have a lot or a little so, that's going to affect, does this, does this particular uh, symptom present, or does it not, under, in my particular circumstances? So, we've gone over three of them, and when you look at them, he's picked out, and, and here again, remember, these are not the only six symptoms that will present, but these are these are pretty prominent there these are 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 like the the topmost ones, like so if you have the measles, you generally have uh spots on your body. Can you have measles without spots? Yes, I'm sure you can, but generally everybody shows some spots or small parts or whatever uh, so I'm not very good at all this medical stuff or disease stuff but i hope you get the point so initial enthusiasm we can see this generally people come and write you know all of a all of a sudden they think they got it down they think they this spiritual life i got it i chant my 16 rounds and I worship the deities and, uh, you know, I, I, I got this under control here. Hear how nice my kirtan is. My classes are just tremendous. I can worship the deity. All of a sudden, I'm the master of devotional service. Just like I was the master of material nature. <laughs> Although I didn't do too good at this, this <laughs> devotional service stuff. Now this I got down. So, initial enthusiasm. Enthusiasm and uh bhakti ross mentioned one thing that we had discussed in this regard it's a good thing it's a good thing it's like a booster rocket trying to get the spaceship off the ground now at a certain point those boosters what happens they run out of fuel and they fall off <laughs> actually if they don't fall off it's a hindrance to future movement of the spacecraft once it gets out of the out of the atmosphere. So once we get out of the atmosphere of thick material, uh, you know, consciousness, then it's good to lose the boosters. Uh, but the enthusiasm is always good. But that false enthusiasm is not good. So we would be blessed if that initial enthusiasm became properly situated and Rupa speaks of that proper enthusiasm uh, as very favorable uh, in the Upadeshamrita, so uh, enthusiasm, patience, confidence <clears throat> associating with devotees, avoiding non-devotees six items I'm forgetting the sixth, um, but uh, we will go over those in detail. That's that's on the curriculum of uh, basics that I'm going to try to present to people here. Firm foundation. So, initial enthusiasm, running hot, running cold. And uh, and what was the third? Anybody remember? Vīda viṣāpa. Mm. I don't remember
1: which one of the other.
0: Vīda viṣāpa. What should I do to be the best devotee I can be? And the mind just goes through the checklist and just can't make up a firm determination as to what to do. Should I be a renunciate? Should I be a householder? Should I be a temple president? Should I be a Pajaria book distributor? Should I go here? Should I go there? I could do it better in India. but my, Well, actually, New York's a good place. There's a lot of people that need to be saved in New York. Well, no, maybe I could go to... I could go to Radhakund and just get in the hut, just stay there the rest of my life, and I'd be pure in no time. Or maybe I really need to stay with my wife and kids. There's an obligation there, and you have to get all that material stuff out of your system before you can renounce, so let me just go for it. And on and on and back and forth, and what should I do? What's best? So that's the stage. Vida so, initial enthusiasm, running hot, running cold. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it makes sense, sometimes everybody, everything fits together and sometimes it doesn't. Today I can understand exactly what my spiritual master is saying and it's sinking in and it's, it's gelling, it's nourishing my practice and then the next week, what are these classes about? I can't, what does he, what is all that? I just, you know... So, running hot, running cold, running here and running there, thinking this and thinking that. And now we come to the fourth. The fourth. Visaya Sangara. Sangara is a fight, a struggle. And Visaya. Uh, those are our senses so in our devotional service one of the presentments of our diseased material situation is recurring material desires come and they they influence our practice Uh, and we battle with them uh we try to control our senses, and sometimes we win, and sometimes we lose. That's the stage of Anista Bajna kriya. It's unsteady, so at this stage, don't expect to win every battle, but don't surrender and lose every battle you- You have to do both. it is something we have to we have to not give in. So that sense gratification gets the better of us, but when we when we fall under past influences, we don't just give up. We just don't lay on the mat and let them, you know, count us out. We get back up and we fight another day. That's the stage of anista bhujna kriya Vishwanath speaking about. Visaya Sangara. Krishna mentions this in the second chapter. Anybody know? Visaya Vinivartante Nihara Wow. Where did all these apps come from? Sorry. Second chapter, Visaya Vinivartante Niharahrasya Dehina Rasavarjam Rasopyasya Paramdristva Nivartante. He tells Arjuna, though the embodied soul may be restricted from sense enjoyment, Visaya, we may be able, the objects of sense enjoyment, we might be able to turn, restrict them. Uh, I guess what we'd say is we might be able to put, uh, when you're crazy and they put one of the, what do they call it? Straight jacket. We might be able to put our senses in a straight jacket, but. You still want them. You're, still, you're still crazy for sense enjoyment, is what Krishna is saying. You still want that enjoyment the taste for sensed objects remains. So you can wear the straight jacket, but your mind is still, you know. By ceasing such engagements, by experiencing a higher taste, he is fixed in consciousness. So, well, there's some relief coming when we get through this stage of unsteady devotional practice. Anista bhajana kriya. But one of the symptoms that is going to present until we are at the stage of Nista, of steadiness, symptomized by what? Utter, absolute, total, complete humility. When you are when you realize that you have to take complete, absolute shelter of Krishna. At every moment, and surrender to him at every moment, accepting what's favorable, rejecting what's unfavorable, seeing that he's maintaining you, he's protecting you, understanding that uh, uh, that really I just need to give my all there's nothing there's nothing here i if I can just give up this concept of being anything but Das, das, anu, das. That is devotional service. I'm a servant. That's all I am. And whatever the master wants, that's what I do. Can I ever get to the plane of consciousness where I actually see myself as a servant Continually. If we can, we're 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 getting pretty lot far past Anista Bajana Kriya. What do I have to do today? What is my service today? Because I'm simply a servant. And whatever's asked of me is fine. Because A servant doesn't pick and choose. Guru Maharaj always uses the example of his his, uh, workers down at Madhavan. I'm just glad to have a job. I'm just glad to be with devotees. I'm just glad to be in your association. And I'm just glad to be part a member of the team. Even if all I am is the water boy, that's fine. But somebody's got to carry the water, it might as well be me. I don't need to pick and choose. When I'm asked to carry the water, fine. When I when I'm asked to run the show, fine. There's no distinction. We're not it's a Vaikunta attitude in the Sangha of Krishna's pure devotees. So there's no discrimination. It's not like one service is higher than another. Especially at the stage of Anistabhajana Kriya. (laughs) Come on. What did I say? At this stage, we're basically all bozos on this bus. We're still struggling with our senses. We're We're still an unsteady burden to our spiritual master at this beginning stage. I hate to say it, But it's the fact. He's carrying us. We're not carrying Him. When will our service become so significant that we are carrying Him? Never. (laughs) But we want to be there. What's that mean, carry Him? It means I am doing my service in anticipation of what He's going to ask me to do. I've become so good at reading his mood at understanding his service attitude at perceiving what would please him in his service to Krishna that he doesn't even have to ask. I know. I should do this. We notice in the Chaitanya Bhagavat and the Chaitanya Charitamrita it comes up once in a while these things that these indications he simply gave an indication you didn't have to say have to say anything they just knew imagine that kind of 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 sense your spiritual master just gives some indication and you're there here it is this is what you wanted no at this stage it's like the spiritual master asks for a glass of water and we say, "Oh here's some milk you'd like this <laughs> uh, no I asked for a glass of water. <laughs> is that hard for you so this this is this is this is fixed consciousness this is uh, the servant consciousness that makes our devotional practice successful. Uh, so back to the struggle well let's just leave it behind and that's often the best course of action you know don't we can't let it get the better of us when we win or when we lose certainly don't be proud when you win Guess what happens? The next day, (laughs) the pride is smashed. And don't be defeated when you lose. The senses get the upper hand. Okay, I understand. I have a long way to go to get to steady devotional practice, but nothing's going to stop me now. What an attitude to have. If you can have that attitude, then the temporary defeats will be easier to bear and the temporary victories will just be a natural consequence of steady practice which is just around the corner next we have a little thing called broken vowels crack, smash Broken vows. Niamakshama. Now, here we are not talking about broken vows in that the senses get the better of us. This particular term, Niamakshama, means that we have a determination, an intent, to perform a certain level of devotional practice, but we are not able to meet it. So you can see the distinction between, between the two, between the fact that... Um, That you have a struggle with the senses, that's on the on the on the material side. It's, it's our it's our conditioning is presenting our itself in our service, and it's it's giving us a hard time. Or we're able to we're able to keep our senses under control. So here we're talking about keeping our spiritual determination fixed. So we fix. I'm going to chant this many rounds. I'm going to pay this many obeisances. I'm going to serve the the devotees in this way. I'm going to read this much. So we set set a goal for ourselves in our devotional practice. We vow to do this. I will do this. Now in the beginning, when you're just starting, there's a there's a minimum vow that the the guru sets forth well you need how many many rounds are you going to chant you know uh, I'm giving you this mantra now with the mantra that comes with cleanliness and these other these other processes have to be followed now you're a Brahmin so with this you're allowed to worship the deity but you have to maintain a little bit higher standard Uh, you know So there has to be some additional meditation there, there has to be some some uh, additional cleanliness and uh, a lot of additional responsibility. Now you can feed the deities, clothe the deities, so uh, bathe the deities and meditate deeply on your mantra. Take it in and, and daily reinforce that intent, that determination as to attainment of the goal, of of pure devotion, and, and and having that sense of 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 seeing the objective of pure practice, of pure consciousness. So, Niyamaksama, during unsteady practice, these vows, whether they be the Namas, how many Namas? We're given Nam chant, we chanting, we're uh, worshiping the deity, and then we're, we, we have additional vows that come with uh, the acceptance of mantra and uh, responsibilities uh, in our service to the deity. So, we fix our mind on these things and we we have a determination to do them. But during unsteady practice, sometimes we just don't make it. We can't get, we don't chant attentively. Whereas we made a vow, today, half of my rounds, I will not, not let my mind wander. And at the end of the rounds, it's like, Wow, did I chant any rounds without my mind wandering? So, this is that unsteadiness in the vows. Unsteadiness with our battle to keep our senses subdued. (coughs) And then this steadiness in keeping our determination uh, to execute the angas of bhakti. And not and having some difficulty there. These are also symptoms that present in the sadhaka's life during unsteady, Anista Bhajana Kriya. The sixth symptom that presents is <clears throat> is getting a little carried away with (coughs) the attainments that naturally come as a result of devotional practice so (coughs) the Sanskrit term is Taranga Ragini and we're talking uh, the translation little or tra- literal translation is in the sea of our devotional practice there may be some little little waves around us uh, we learn a few verses we're asked to give a few classes uh, uh, we cook a wonderful feast uh we dress the deities beautifully, and uh, we lead a tremendous kirtan, and people praise us, and we say, "Yeah, that's me. I'm riding the waves. I'm so good." The disciples come, and you know, and and uh, you know they're coming, and they're, you know, they're wow you've really done you're a great devotee yeah I know (coughs) can I give you money for your mission absolutely (laughs) (coughs) well I got some good donations here Uh, Swami could I feed you you come to my house I'll feed you yeah Uh, no I'm not going to that house again boy they didn't really give me a good meal so res- profit adoration distinction making these distinctions and trying to enjoy the fruits of devotional practice is a <laughs> symptom of unsteady anista budhina kriya that's presents what it,
1: called?
0: it is called taranga ragini rangini R-A-N-G-I-N-I. The literal translation is the the runga, the rising of small waves. Tarunga. So, rising is runga and small waves is tarunga. (coughs) Tarunga Ragini. So, basically, um, I've always looked at it uh, as based based on the history of the early, uh, Krishna consciousness movement in the Western world after the, after, uh, Prabhupada's manifest uh, preaching uh, came to an end, and the other others tried to come forward and, and follow in his footsteps <clears throat> without qualification all of them taking a particular name a particular Pada so we had this Pada, that Pada, another Pada so it turned out that basically most of the Padas were just about this stage of devotional practice so Pada became Prophet Adoration and Distinction (laughs) Uh, uh, and unfortunately If you get too wrapped up in that stage of anista-bhajana-kriya, it can result in some serious uh, (coughs) Vaishnava-aparad. When we lose any respect for any devotee at any stage and think that we're better than other devotees and all this material consciousness comes into play, Uh, not good for our advancement. And we commit offenses uh, to the pot washer and to the person that makes the garlands thinking that I'm giving the classes and running the temple and they're doing nothing a consciousness like that is not at all favorable for pure devotional service and uh, setting, up a, a, a setting up a reward system based on you know on things like that it just ends in ruination and we saw that firsthand uh, in the early days of Krishna consciousness in the Western world, and it it was quite unbecoming of the Vaishnav community at the time. And there was a lot of a lot of operad was there, and devotees suffered. They put their advancement on hold for for years, for decades, maybe even for a lifetime or two. Some of them got very much out there, you know, even at the point that, you know, one devotee thinks they can take the life of another devotee. What a... So, we can't imagine. So, very, very much, when the waves present themselves pay it forward so you don't get in trouble. Somebody gives you, you give to your guru. Somebody praises you, you praise your guru. If there's any qualification, he has given me this qualification. You're giving me some dakshin, I am giving him your dakshin. I have no service that's of any value. He has all valuable service. And when your guru isn't there, then you see your guru in your disciples. Imagine the consciousness. So that's my spiritual master said that My spiritual master has come to me as again as all of you. What a consciousness to have. Continually just a consciousness of service. So, if you continually pay it forward when the waves of Benefit come which are a natural consequence of advanced devotional service. They are going to come and just, you know, ride them properly. Ride them in such a way that you, you, you simply pick them up and you pay them forward. You, you, you give them you put, give credit where credit is due, realizing if I have any credit, if there's any credit in me, it didn't come by anything that I did. And what's that require? What helps What helps us in that? We're, what is building that foundation is right here. Let's understand Bhakti is causeless. There's nothing we can do for it. It's coming at its own. She is coming of her own accord from the devotees. She's as independent as Krishna. There's no amount of piety. There's no amount of anything I can do. There's nothing I can do except pray for the mercy of the devotees to bless me. Then there might be some devotion in me. This is not coming because I'm doing anything. So, proper conceptual orientation, understanding this fundamental philosophy properly, is so beneficial to our spiritual advancement. So with this, we're ending the second shower of Madhurya Kadamani, and uh, we will begin with the next class, and the third shower. And this third shower is extremely important. We're going to learn what is sinful, what is an offense, and the and the distinction between the two. And being able to 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 understand that properly is can be so helpful to us. Before I get into a coughing fit, I'll call it in the evening. Are there any questions? Or anyone like to add anything? I just had a clarification.
1: So you said early on. Um, I forgot exactly how you stated it. <coughs> you said there was basically there was um, the uh, what we're talking about now. This is the lower side, and then the higher side. You didn't really clarify what those were. I I, I interpreted that as. When you really get focused on loving Krishna, then this is all kind of take care of itself. Is that kind of what you were saying there?
0: Yeah. The other thing uh, I was referring to was the two stages of of the the fourth stage, which is the battle of the senses, mm. and and the next stage, which is which is vows.
1: Before you got into that, it was like, okay, here was your introduction. You were still um, I forget exactly how you said it. But anyway, that's how I interpreted it. Was like this: because um, you know, if you focus on, in other words, this kind of stuff, like the, if you focus on the Anartha nivriti exclusively, then artha really doesn't come. If you focus on that, then yes. at a certain stage, the, ar- the yes. Anartha diverti will take care of itself.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. If we ca- if we keep our focus on bhakti, right. And don't take don't make the don't make the endeavor it's it's not a moral battle. This isn't a moral battlefield. We're trying to become lovers of God. And we're not we don't look at these we look at these other religious orientations where they try to beat themselves into morality as simply a disturbance in society. It, just, it creates a disturbance. It creates so much misconception. You're not spiritual because you're not moral enough. And as I explained in the earlier classes, that is, you can't measure it. Everybody's coming from a different place. There's, there's a Varnashram system. Your moral, my sin could be, could be your morality. A householder can look at his wife and want to bear children. As a sannyasi does it, it's a sin. He's going to fall down. That orientation will not work. Our mindset has to be on attaining pure devotional service, attaining pure pure service attitude. As far as the backgrounds and all the material garbage, and luggage we carry with us, all the samskaras that are burning to our brain, that that are going to present themselves during the stage of unsteady practice until we become humble enough to really just be a servant. When we become that humble just to be a servant, all this stages of anartha now are now passing. Trunarapi suni I'll be a straw in the street as long as the devotees are the ones that are walking on me. But if those people are that are walking on me are adverse to my to devotees, then I will get off the, off the street and 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 dispatch them. So I'm a straw, but I'm a knowledgeable straw. <laughs> I'm just not falsely humble. There's proper humility and there's improper humility. That's a good point. We need but to, so,
1: but we should be aware of of where we are.
0: Well, that's it's a that that is an ornament of of advanced advancing devotion. We need to know where we are.
1: But at the same time, be focused on where we're going, as opposed to being more focused. Or is it a balance?
0: We focus on the fact we're already here. Thought about Where are we going? We don't need to go anywhere. We need to go. We need to go fully into and become a pure heart. Doesn't matter where I am. When I'm pure, when I'm strictly just want to please Krishna and Krishna's devotees, I'm already there. I'm already there. I am living in Vikunta right then and there. You can say, oh, you're in the material world. No, but I'm you don't even have a material body. It is an offense to look at the devotees as even having a material body. That's an offense.
1: But if you're not on that platform, uh-huh. so with your mind, it's better to focus on where you've got, like, um, focus on I want pure devotional service. Yes. I want my heart to be clean. Yeah. But I know that I'm.
0: I know where I am. I'm still still unsteady. I'm still fighting with my senses. I still, I still like to be worshipped. I still, you know, all these things. These are symptoms of my disease, and I'm still diseased. When the disease is gone, the symptoms they dissipate. So much so that when we read in in Rupa Goswami, he says the pure someone the Utamadikari is devoid of the propensity. To criticize others. Statements like that just, they blow your mind. They don't even think, it doesn't even come in. Mm-hmm. Prabhupada made it very, very simple for us. He said, I can sit in a room full of naked women and I will not be the least affected, and you can't. Now, what kind of consciousness is that to sit in that kind of a situation? Or when Maya Devi herself comes to your to your room, knocks on the door. You say, "Well, just sit there in the doorway. When I'm done with my chanting, we'll we'll get on with it." And she sits there. I'm sorry, the sun's coming up. I'm just now finishing. You know, I tell you, we'll do it. We'll do it tomorrow evening. Just come back. That's fixed. In devotional service, we're not there yet. Okay, we're in study. All right, so we're struggling with our senses. So we're winning. So we're losing. So we're following. So we're not following. So we're making a vow and we can't do it. So we wish this, but we can't get there right now. So it's a symptom of unsteady practice. But it's don't we just don't we're not going to be defeated by it, but we're 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 respectful of it. We're respectful enough to realize this danger. Real, wa- what do they say?
1: Danger Will Robinson. Real, wa- yeah.
0: <laughs> we still, it, it's a something I heard. Lost in space. Yeah, we're still in a day. We're still danger is still there. But for somebody that's a pure devotee, there's no danger. He can walk into a room of naked women. He can walk into the bar. Nityananda can go to the bar. I can't go to the bar. (laughs) These things are there. Anything else? All right. Thank you. Hare Krishna.